prior to 2018, I had no interest in real estate at all. Um, at the time, I was 23 years old and I went to purchase my first property and I was discriminated against. And during that process, I, I just I was so uneducated on everything. Um, didn't really understand contracts, didn't really understand the process. And instead of being um, discouraged, it actually motivated me to want to learn more. Um, eventually, I did end up closing on that first property. We know that building wealth comes from owning businesses and making investments. Yet why still do nearly half of businesses fail in the first five years? And why do others lose it all in their investments? Welcome to the Wealth Watchers podcast, your resource for building a massive net worth. We bring real stories from real people who are experts in business and investing, who will share secrets and actionable strategies to amassing wealth and achieving success. Brought to you by Happy Camper Capital. And now, your hosts, Justin Hoggett and Adam Lendy. Welcome back to the Wealth Watchers Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Lundy. With me today, as always, is my co-host, Justin Hoggett. Justin, what's happening? Hey, that's me. I, uh, <laughs> I'm getting... Trying just... a new one on, huh? <laughs> that's right. I got, um, got Monday here and just getting caught up on things. You know, I'm going to use this a little bit of a journal here. Uh, but you, this last weekend, I was out in Utah, had a good good time paragliding and getting my tandem certification. I feel like I'm a broken record because I feel like I have to tell everyone that today as I'm getting caught up. Only the 20th time I've heard it. That's right. Being next to me. Yeah. I'm sure you're like, shut up already, but I'm doing well otherwise. Yeah. We'll just cut that part out when we edit. Right. Yeah. We we want to subject the rest of the world to it. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Let's bring in our guest today. Um, She is the CEO of the RMJ property group, Janae Pearson. Janae, how are you? I am great. You guys, how are you? Doing Good. awesome. Awesome. So you're obviously coming to, as you mentioned before, we start recording from Atlanta. How's it out there today? Um, It's Atlanta. <laughs> so what can I say? We always have this need to talk about the weather. I don't know why. So I'm just, <laughs> now I'm forcing it in there. I'm just like making people tell me about the weather, which when people hear this two weeks from now, it won't be relevant anymore. Yeah. yeah. And he makes fun of me for bringing up other <laughs> topics. <laughs> yes. Um, the weather is very bipolar. I don't know whether to put my Christmas tree back up. Or if I want to put a bathing suit on and go outside, it is insane out here. The trick is you don't actually ever take the Christmas tree down. <laughs> by now, you're almost halfway to Christmas again. Why are you going to bother putting all that time into it? Just leave it up. It'll be there. So uh, yeah, well, hey, business hacks from Adam. So uh, let's dive <laughs> into it today. Uh, obviously, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the tools that you've uh, found, you know, to help you be successful. But before we get to know what you got to say, I'd like to know a little bit about who you are. So could you uh, please share with us, you know, I guess what you do, how you got to where you are and why it is you do what you do? Of course, Adam, this is my favorite part. So um, like he stated, my name is Janae Pearson. I am the CEO of RMJ Property Group. And this company was actually founded in 2018, you guys. Um, Prior to 2018, I had no interest in real estate at all. Um, At the time, I was 23 years old and I went to purchase my first property and I was discriminated against. And during that process, I I just I was so uneducated on everything, Um, didn't really understand contracts, didn't really understand the process. And instead of being um, discouraged, 
it actually motivated me to want to learn more. Um, eventually, I did end up closing on that first property. Woohoo! Yay! Um, <laughs> but I went through five realtors, you guys. Um, I mean, copious mortgage lenders. Uh, it, it was just insane. And so from there, just educating myself, I had a dire need to help other people. Um, just wanting them to know, you know, the process, the resources that was out there. And um, that is how I got to where I am right now. Now, you, when you said you went through that many realtors to get there and that many lenders, what, what was going on? What was causing that? Well, I am originally from South Carolina. And um, it's very unlikely for somebody of my age group um, and my race to want to purchase a home, you know, I come from a family where homeowners were, but they were maybe in their 40s or 50s, you know, when they went to obtain ownership. So I was going in completely blind. I knew this was something that I wanted to do. I was literally paying $1,500 a month to rent an apartment at that time. <laughs> um, so I, I went to these companies and I walked through the door and the first thing they asked me was, you know, why do you want to purchase a home? And I was kind of mind blown, like, you know, what do you mean? I'm paying $1,500 rent. If I could do this, I'm pretty sure that I can own a property as well. And um, just got a lot of, of running around. Um, a lot of people not really wanting to help me, like literally, it, it was just in my face. You know, they really didn't want to help or assist me with anything. And um, that's why I guess I went through that many realtors until I found someone who was very eager and open and willing to helping me out. What were you doing at the time? I was in corporate America. So I do have my bachelor's degree in business. I went to USC um, and I had worked for a corporate um, healthcare company. So, you know, making pretty decent money, you know, and, and like I said, I, I was doing pretty good for myself. So I figured why not, you know, why not go and purchase a home? Yeah. And you said that first property was, was that a principal residence from what I'm understanding? Yes, it was. Okay, got it. So, so I guess, how did that launch you from corporate into real estate? Yeah, Adam, great question. <laughs> so um, after going through all of that, it literally took me almost two years before I closed on that first property. Wow. And like I said, during, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, and then uh, during that time, I just educated myself. You know, it was just so many resources, first-time homebuyer assistance programs. Um, understanding that what happened to me was unethical um, and just really understanding the whole home buyer experience and process. I, I knew that it was more people just like me who needed to hear my story, who needed to know about these resources. And that's honestly, God spoke to me because I, you guys, I was in the hair industry prior to this, um, went to Paul Mitchell after I had got my bachelor's was doing hair for eight years. Like I, I was like, this is it for me. You know, um, thought, I thought I had it all figured out. But once I went through all of those trials and errors and I closed on that first property, I would never forget that feeling. Like I was so overwhelmed, so overjoyed. And literally God was just like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. This is your purpose. So what was the next move? So the next move was, well, okay. So after going through that for two years, God had already started speaking to me saying, you know, this is what you need to do. 
So initially going into that property, I knew that I was not going to live there forever. So I started looking for a property that was under market value, but of course that I'll be able to build equity in it as soon as I got it. I um, ended up purchasing a home that was under the VA foreclosure. And you know what they say about foreclosures? People are like, oh, I don't want to purchase them. The people damage it. Well, these veterans, they have a little more integrity about themselves. So they, you know, they, they, (laughs) it was minor things with the house, like carpet burns. I could tell, you know, the previous owners were upset. However, they didn't damage the property to the point where it was just unlivable. Um, So purchased that property for under market value. I was very familiar with the area. I grew up over there. So I knew getting that house for $118,000 at that time was a steal. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So purchase that property. And from there, my mind said, you have to use this as a rental property. You have to get more, you know, like it just made sense. Passive income, right? Um, (laughs) Just wanting to build that wealth, you know, the financial freedom. So I purchased that property closed 118. I probably put it in about $5,000 worth of work, stayed in there for less than six months. Okay, (laughs) and put it on the market and rented it out for double of what my mortgage was. Mm -hmm. And I moved to Atlanta. Nice. (laughs) So where where, I guess in your short journey, where where has that taken you now? What's what's your portfolio look like? Oh, Adam. Yes. (laughs) My portfolio is constantly growing. I now own eight rental properties. Um, I do own several lots as well. And I also own and host and manage um, over eight Airbnb properties here in Georgia, Texas, and the best one is in Florida, Orlando, to be exact. Uh, that's quite a bit of stuff you got going on. So um, you so see, you got a real estate license too, I'm guessing too, since you're doing some management. Oh, Adam, that's the thing. I do not have a real estate license. Um, to be an investor, you do not need a license, which was Double whammy for me because I had already went to cosmetology school. I already went to get the bachelor's. I was done with school, Adam. So once I realized that all I had to use was my brains and good math skills to do this and and just understand, you know, the verbiage, the contracts, it it was like just going straight forward from there. Sure, sure. And I I suppose I was referring more to the the property management you're doing, but. Yeah. So the property management, I, I, I hired a company to manage those properties for me. Very cool. So you got more or less a third party person. Okay. Awesome. Well, it sound, sounds like you, you've come quite a ways. So I guess what has caused you or what's helped you persevere and get from, you know, not even having your principal residence and going through two hours to get that to, or two, two years, I'm sorry, to get that all the way to now. Um, just what I went through. Um, every time I thought about it, it just inspired me, you know, to, to get it, get the information out there. Statistics show that, um, under 40% of minorities will own a home in the USA. Um, out of that 40%, majority of them will die still paying for that mortgage or, you know, be of age and still trying to pay off that mortgage. So this is like, this was something that needed to be done. You know, I mean, the statistics aren't lying. Even if I look around people that I know, um, the homeowners that are in my family, they are well over age and still working to pay a mortgage, you know, and 
I just knew Adam that I did not want to be like that. I knew that it was another way. And um, I'm just grateful that I was able to find that way. Got it. And so I, I guess, are there others in your group with you or is it, how many people are in your company? So <laughs> I am currently right now, I'm actually looking to hire people on. Um, up until now, Adam, I've done literally everything by myself other than, you know, hiring the property managers, but it's starting to get way overwhelming. <laughs> so I am looking for some reliable people that I can trust and bring on board so they can be on this journey with me. So you're wearing a lot of hats. What's your favorite one? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite hat is getting the, getting the money hit my account. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> um, honestly, I teach courses too. So now I do courses to help minorities and educate them on this process. And I honestly, that is my favorite hat to wear because I mean, the success stories, you know, to, to see the feedback when they, the aha moments, when I tell them things and they're like, I didn't know that. That is the most rewarding part of what I do. Awesome. What's, what's maybe the, the biggest lack of information that's out there that you're having to kind of help people out with? Oh, um, that you can have multiple FHA loans. Um, I'm constantly educating myself. So now I, I recently learned that um, the criteria for a single family home and for you to get a multi-unit from one to four units is pretty much the same process. Um, after you go from the four unit, you know, now you're stepping into the commercial side. So just, you know, explaining to them that, hey, maybe you don't want to get that single family home first if the plan is or the goal is to build that wealth. Um, also, those first-time homebuyer grants, a lot of people don't know that, and they're in every state. Um, where I came from, in particular, they had $10,000. So a lot of people are like, I can't afford the closing costs and you know all of those things. And I'm like, yes, you can. These courses are free. <laughs> you know, Just show up and get the certificate and then you know, go get pre-approved. So that information. Got it. And so what topics do your courses cover? So um, everything that I am skilled in is things that I teach. So I offer um, one-on-one mentorships. And then um, just recently I launched an e-learning course and it is on wholesaling, fix and flips, um, purchasing properties or rental properties under 5k. Yes, you guys, that's obtainable. <laughs> Building and leveraging business credit. Um, and tax lien properties, those are also my favorite as well. So you've really leaned into the educational side of things, it sounds like. So that's great. Now, is there, is there a way that once these folks have graduated your program, they can work with you and your group? Or is this something where you're more empowering them to go out on their own? So a little bit of both, Adam. And it just depends on, you know, what they're looking to accomplish and, and you know, what they want. Um, I do have a phase two of the programs as well, where you, you literally get to work with me and have my full support until we reach those 90 day goals that we set out for our clients. Oh, very cool. So it's, it's more than just a, a course. It's, I mean, I guess it's, it's a mentoring, you know, almost coaching kind of relationship. It sounds like too. So that's, that's fantastic. So I guess, um, you know, what, what's next? So I have big dreams, you guys. <laughs> I want to build my own community. Um, that's the goal, like literally, um, and create those like hubs 
spaces so that I can provide these educational resources in the minority neighborhoods. I feel like a lot of these things we should have learned in middle school, high school, you know, and maybe we would have been better off. Um, so just reaching out and, and giving this information out to those who may never have a homeowner in their and their family. They need this. And while you're speaking our language there, we always talk about the lack of financial education in schools and just stunned that it still is not a thing. <laughs> yeah. They taught us thing geometry. I'm like, I'm not using that yet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, Janae, if, if somebody wants to find out more about you and your, your course um, or the courses you offer, how can they, how can they reach out? Of course. Um, we have a website. It is rmjpgroup.com. You guys can also Google me, RMJ Property Group. I pop right up. Great Google reviews. <laughs> and of course, social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, RMJ Property Group. Outstanding. Well, Janae, we're grateful for your time coming on. Um, you know, th thank you for sharing what you have. Obviously, we'll link up to your uh, website in the show notes. But before I let you go, I'm going to pass it over to Justin for the Wild Watchers Brain Pick. All right. So five quick questions for you. Number one, what is your superpower or unique natural ability? I never give up. Love it. Yes. Uh, so that leads to success, right? If you were to go back three to five years, what might you've done differently that you wish you could have? Um, honestly, nothing, because I feel like I acted the way that I needed to do in that situation. Um, that's about the same time frame that I went through the things that I did. And um, I'm grateful that I, I took the route that I did because look how successful I am now. Excellent. And now where are you headed in the next three to five years? Those building communities, um, networking with like-minded individuals like myself, um, getting RMJ's mission out there and helping those who need our assistance. All right. Good luck on all that. And do you have a favorite book on business or money? And what is it? Um, the Four Agreements. Okay. Tell me a little bit about that one. I don't know that one. Okay. Um, well... <laughs> Well, there are four agreements um, that we will that we should abide by in life. Um, and this has helped me be successful in my business, working with others as well. Um, my favorite one is don't take anything personal. You know, what others do or say is a projection of their own reality. Um, always do your best. That's another agreement. I love that one as well, because no matter the situation, I'm always doing my best. All right. Great book. I'm just laughing because there's actually a copy of that book in the lobby of our office. Uh, I believe it belongs to your wife. Am I supposed to look at that stuff? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Go read it. You'll love it. I have enough books in my house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they blur together. Anyway, uh, last one for you. What has been your biggest aha moment? Um, when I discovered properties in South Carolina that were. Um, under a thousand dollars and it was not through the tax lien sale. Aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> more, more of wow. Right. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know of any market. I, yeah. Okay. And I gotta, I guess I gotta ask though, like how big and what quality is that kind of house though? <laughs> <laughs> this is, it's, it's real. So, um, when they do the tax lien sales, when those properties don't sell, it goes to something else. 
and I discover what it is. No bidding or anything. You just submit your information you, if you want it and you pay for whatever the price is that they're asking for. And they're going for $300, $200. And it's a majority of them are land, but hey, they're not making any more land. So you might as well grab them. No kidding. All right. Let's talk. Especially yeah. $300. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Correct. Right. You guys are ready to network now. No, just kidding. <laughs> yes, indeed. But Janae, honestly, grateful for having you on today. I uh, really appreciate, obviously, your, your sharing your story and your candor. Um, yeah, obviously, like I said, we'll link up to your website so people can learn more about you and your courses. Uh, thanks for coming on. Yes. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. This has been another episode of the Wealth Watch Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Lundy, from my co-host, Justin Hoggett, and I. Thanks for stopping by. All right, guys. Thanks again. Until next time. This has been the Wealth Watchers Podcast. If you enjoyed this content, please subscribe and leave a review on your podcast player of choice. Join us on Facebook, where our members and guests are actively engaging in discussions on wealth growing strategies by searching for Wealth Watchers Community on Facebook. 